Global supply chain and logistics industry leaders gather, connect, and exchange ideas at IHS Market's annual TPM conference organized by the JOC. In our new podcast series, Beyond TPM, we keep those conversations going, taking a deep dive into critical, rapidly evolving topics and the insights uncovered this year at TPM 21. I'm Alessandra Barrett, the JOC's Senior Editor for Special Projects. And today on Beyond TPM, I'm speaking with Duran Grossman, President and CEO of GCT Global Container Terminals. Thanks for joining me today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Alessandra. Nice to be with you. So to start us off, I just wanted to dive in a little bit. This is called Beyond TPM. The theme of the series is to continue the conversations around a lot of these critical topics that we addressed at TPM and certainly that the audience was having conversations around all on their own outside of what what we were presenting. And one theme that did come up on all platforms uh, and across many sessions was the importance of communication and collaboration and really how that came to the forefront this, this last year more than ever had even before. And so I'd just like to get your thoughts on where we've been and how we are better prepared now for future challenges. So from the GCT perspective, what's your experience been? Well, certainly communication and collaboration came to the forefront. Uh, GCT has had a very successful response to this volume surge that we've experienced since September last year. And we've got capacity to service our customers um, across all of our four terminals in New York, New Jersey, and Vancouver. And in fact, we can take on additional volume. And when I think about that, you know, why are we having that success? Uh, I attribute a lot of that to communication and collaboration. And I would point to, let's say four things that, you know, make those points. The first thing is we've built very strong partnerships with the trucking community and with labor and with other supply chain partners to be responsible and flexible. Uh, The second thing I would point to is that we've got very strong partnerships with the class one railroads, and that has helped us maintain velocity through Q4 of last year and Q1 of this year. And that, um, has allowed us to minimize the amount of disruption and and dwell times. The third thing I would point to is just very open, very transparent communication with our customers to make sure that we're optimizing uh, wherever we need to. And then lastly, uh, long before the surge occurred, uh, together with our ocean carrier customers, we developed a very structured, it's called terminal partnering program that is focused on optimizing stowage, optimizing communication and expanding productivity and production. And I think that has enabled us to succeed and our shipping customers to succeed as we've gone through this challenging time, Alessandra. Following on that, I mean, one of the big challenges has been being flexible and really being able to address surges or or to be surge ready. And I know that a lot of organizations put practices in place over the last 12 months that were, you know, this is just what we have to do to get through this right now. What 
did GCT do over the last year that is ongoing? You know, what are you planning to sort of keep as part of the process for, uh, for the next year and going forward to be surge ready? Well, we were surge ready and we still are surge ready and we still have capacity available to service our shippers and their BCOs. But, you know, if I step back and think about uh, what does it take to be surge ready, um, we continue to invest in capability and capacity expansion through technology and other things over time so that we would have uh, the capability to absorb uh, these volume peaks reliably. If I look at, let's say, birth productivity, which is clearly a priority, uh, as pointed out at TPM uh, to the, uh, the shippers, if you take uh, GCT Bayonne in uh, New Jersey, our investments over there in very advanced technology, purpose-built semi-automation RMG stacks that decouple the yard activity from the vessel has created a faster and more efficient operation and also safer. If I look in Canada, we've got the lowest wait times relative to any North American West Coast marine terminal operator um, for, best, for vessels to birth and be worked. Uh, you know, in fact, at the start of this week, the week of uh, March 8th, in the port of Vancouver, there are only four vessels at anchor. And uh, down in LA Long Beach, there are more than 30 vessels at anchor waiting to come in. And then in GCT New York on Staten Island, uh, we're maximizing the number of gangs deployed per ship and ensuring that all those gangs are fully staffed with yard support to expand productivity. So that's just the birth productivity side of how you deal with the surge when it comes along. But I think there's also the whole dimension of optimizing capacity. So let me point to um, GCT Delta Port our intermodal rail yard expansion there. We completed that yard expansion in the mid 2020s last year before we even knew how to spell the word surge. The rail capacity alone was increased 50%. And that gave us the ability when the surge started to come along, you know, whether it was July, August when it started, but certainly in September, October to uh, very effectively deal with that. And we still have capacity in Delta Port. Now, if I turn my attention more to Vanterm in the um, Barad, in the Inner Harbor in, in Vancouver, we've been working on a port modernization, on a terminal modernization project there for quite some time. And in fact, in late 2020, we had two new cranes delivered, and they're currently being operationalized, Alessandra. And these cranes, coupled with the already completed yard and equipment upgrades, will increase the terminal capacity in van term by uh, 25%. And then as we look even further forward to make sure that we are surge ready, not just for last year or this year, but beyond that, um, here in GCT Bayonne in New York, um, we're working on the uh, next set of infrastructure investments that would build on the fully operational uh, near dock express rail at Port Jersey um, rail terminal. And this will allow us to offer out shipping customers and their BCOs on dock connections and uh, rail capacity that uh, they've not had the opportunity to utilize before. And then in Delta Port, obviously, we're working on our most important project, Delta Port Berth 4. We're now in the detailed project description phase, Alessandra, 
and we will bring on additional capacity in the region in time for the next uh, uh, demand requirement and in a most cost-effective manner and environmentally very sensitive. So I think when you ask that question, you know, there are different dimensions to it. There's what we did, what we're doing, and what we intend doing to deal with these kinds of, uh, of surges and maintain the flexibility that our shipping customers expect of us. And we are fortunate enough and talented enough and skilled enough to be able to provide to them and their BCOs. Looking ahead, um, what, what's keeping you up at night? I kind of, and this, I may not keep this in there, but it is the question that I am very curious about. What um, kind of, what are you most concerned about as far as disruption and unknowns for this next year? Well, the biggest unknown is a known, but at the magnitude of the unknown is unknown and keeps me up at night. And that's all about COVID. You know, we don't wish upon anybody to suffer from COVID, let alone, God forbid, pass away from it. Uh, I live in New Jersey. Uh, we have the highest death rate per capita of any state, not only in the United States, but of any province in Canada. Uh, something in the neighborhood of 2,600 people have died for every million population. And so unquestionably, that keeps me up at night, not only for all of the management people at GCT, but also all the ILA and ILWU people and all our supply chain partners, because in any good logistics company and logistics system, you know, you, the velocity is dependent upon the entity that provides the greatest bottleneck. If that bottleneck is really big, the velocity slows down. I mean, it's, it's really interesting to, to remember uh, how the individual is so important in all of these conversations, all, I mean, around all these topics of how we move forward. You know, at the end of the day, so much of this comes down to the vulnerability of the individual and, um, and of certain populations. So to that, um, I wonder if you could speak a bit about the, the picture of health and safety and how as a, you know, as president and CEO of GCT, you are working to balance the, the volumes and the numbers and everything that's on paper with the very real health and safety needs that are uh, at the forefront of every decision right now. Absolutely, there is no balance. The number one objective is to take care of the people. For if we don't have those people, whether they be GCT management people or ILA, ILWU people, we have no chance of dealing with any form of volume. So taking care of the people, both from a health and of a safety perspective, uh, is my number one priority every day. Um, and I talk about it on every single phone conversation, Zoom conversation, or Microsoft Teams conversation that I am uh, involved in. Let me give you an example. You know, we very rapidly, uh, back in, once TPM last year was canceled, we very rapidly deployed our well-developed safety programs and processes, uh, Alessandra, um, to implement this very robust prevention program of COVID in our workplace, not just for ourselves, but also for the ILWU, the ILA. We worked with the uh, 
employer associations, the New York Shipping Association in New York, New Jersey, and the BCMEA in, um, in Vancouver. We worked with the Port Authorities. The Port Authority in New York, New Jersey did an outstanding job. And we've had a very limited number of COVID positive cases in GCT. Now, we're not perfect. Thank God nobody's died. There have been a handful of people who, with great um, unfortunateness, have uh, gotten COVID, but they haven't spread it, neither amongst the union ranks nor amongst the uh, management ranks. And that supply chain resilience has allowed us to deal with this uh, surge in volume and maintain the, uh, the velocity that we need to be able to maintain in order to satisfy truck turn times or dwell times or birth productivity or whatever the metric is so that the product gets from its origin in China to its consumption destination here in North America. Um, I would like to bring us back, you know, we have time for, uh, I, I'd say, uh, you know, just, just one more question. And I'd like to bring us back to TPM. And one, uh, another theme that came up a lot was sustainability. And, you know, having been at TPM and other events over the years, I definitely felt a difference in the sustainability conference this year. Um, so I'd like to get your thoughts on that topic and kind of where, where we're gonna go as an industry. I agree with you 100%, Alessandra. The topic of uh, environmental, social and governance, ESG, and that wonderful focus was absolutely in the forefront and center of uh, those of us that participated in TPM. And it is in the forefront of the minds of not only our businesses and our supply chain partners, but the ocean shippers, the BCOs, the governments and investors. Uh, you know, we here at GCT have had a global commitment program uh, that has supported our healthy communities uh, that we work and live in and helped us reduce the operational emissions. When you're operating a marine terminal, uh, you know, there are emissions that you are accountable for that are separate than what the railroad may be accountable for, or the trucks may be accountable for, or the ships may be accountable for, but there are a number of things we've done in that regard. Uh, let me give you some um, examples. For example, the way we've gone about densification to grow within our footprint has had at the forefront of that uh, our desire to reduce emissions. Uh, we've deployed an industry-leading appointment system um, in Bayonne to reduce truck congestion and hence idling. We have done electrification of equipment. We've put in ship-to-shore power in uh, Canada. And not only do all of those assist in reducing emissions in the communities in which we work and live, but you know, it helps actually from a safety perspective uh, as well. So we have been working on this ESG for a number of years. In fact, we've been going along a continuum and I'm very proud to take another step in that regard in regards to our work, our monitoring and our measuring of what we call the one GCT environmental, social, and governance strategy. And this whole strategy supports our company goals. It aligns with the expectations of our shipping customers, uh, our supply chain partners, the BCOs, and certainly our investors uh, have those expectations of us. So, you know, I think one of the things that came out of TPM is that industry collaboration is required when it comes to the sustainability and um, carbon footprint uh, reduction. 
uh, each entity in the supply chain on their own are not going to achieve as much as if we all come together uh, and stop competing in regards to that and instead work together to identify solutions, reduce waste and, uh, and increase efficiency. So I certainly see many significant win-win opportunities for the sustainability efforts and thus uh, creating efficiencies across the supply chain. So I'm very uh, optimistic and excited about the future. And so when I think about TPM and this wrap up uh, holistically, you know, we at GCT Global Container Terminals with our two terminals in New York, New Jersey and the two in Vancouver, we've got available capacity for our shippers and their BCOs. We are proactively investing uh, today and for the future. Uh, we are maintaining a very healthy work environment, which is unquestionably the most important thing. And we've got a very intense focus on ESG. And that I think positions GCT very well as being the marine terminal operator of choice for our shippers and their BCOs in Vancouver in the port of New York, New Jersey. Well, thank you so much, Duran. It really was uh, it was great to get your insight and um, and certainly to end uh, this conversation on an optimistic note. Well, thank you so much, Alessandra. Nice to have the opportunity to chat today. Beyond TPM is a production of the JOC, part of the Maritime and Trade Division of IHS Market. For more news, analysis, and business intelligence for all things shipping and logistics, visit joc.com and follow us on social media.